0: Welcome to the newest Eden Center podcast, Building Ourself Through Parsha. Our host, Karen Miller Jackson, will use the Parsha to explore an aspect of social, emotional, or physical well-being relevant for 21st century life and its challenges. Karen is a certified matan Lacha, Jewish educator, writer, founder of Kivun Sherut, a guidance program for religious girls, and creator of Power Parsha. Consistent with the Eden Center's goal of enhancing women's spiritual life through Torah and Mikvah, Karen's insights, we hope, will serve as a springboard for self-introspection and
1: discussion. Hello, everyone. This week, Parsha Tetzaveh coincides with the holiday of Purim. There's a deep connection between the Parsha and Purim, as both relate to clothing. The Parsha describes the priestly garments worn by the Kohanim. On Purim, we dress up in costumes, and we read the Megillah, in which Esther disguises herself to save the Jewish people. The commentaries uncover perspectives on what clothing can symbolize. In our world today, clothing can be a source of tension within families, within the religious world, and within ourselves. Overemphasizing what one wears can lead to feelings of shame about one's body. Sometimes, people dress in a way that does not convey respect for their bodies. What we wear often broadcasts a message to the world about our identities, our feelings, our values, and our affiliation. Let's look at how the Torah and biblical interpreters talk about clothing and how these values can potentially be applied today. The Parsha describes the clothing that the Kohen wears in great detail. The Torah even calls these garments Day Kodesh, holy clothing. The clothing worn by the Kohen Gadol is Le Kavod for honor and Latifaret for glory. Whose honor and glory? Why is there so much emphasis on the clothing worn by the holiest person in Israel? The commentaries find meaning in these details the Kohen, even though he holds a lofty role, serves God. The Ramban explains that the Kohen and the Mishkan were representations of God's glory in this world, and therefore they were expect, he was expected to dress to reflect this. The Rashbam explains that the detail of the Kohen's outfit serve as a reminder of his responsibilities to the people when he serves as a leader on their behalf. Similarly, the Midrash explains that the eight different articles of clothing which the High Priest wore atoned for the sins of Israel, just like the Korbanot. The elaborate dress, according to the Midrash, should remind the Kohanim of their important and lofty role as representing all of Israel. For example, the Gemaras teaches that the pants worn by the Kohen atone for the sin of illicit relationships. The Kohen's clothing represents atonement or as a reminder of the role of the Kohen as a spiritual leader. Conversely, if we think about it, a lack of clothing would represent a lacking of mitzvot and spirituality. And this is exactly how Rashi understands the story of Adam and Chava in the beginning of Brishit. Adam and Chava eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge and they suddenly become aware of their nakedness. They immediately cover themselves with a fig leaf, But the first real act of clothing is done by God for Adam and Chava. God makes them kotnot, or garments of skin, before banishing them from Gan Eden. According to the pshat, to be naked is a sign of weakness and vulnerability. The the pshat implies that Adam and Chava were physically helpless. But Rashi understands this differently. In the verse it states, And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. Rashi asks, Even a blind person knows that he is naked. What did the Torah mean when it says they knew they were naked? It means that they had one mitzvah to keep and they failed to do it. Rashi transforms the literal meaning of this verse. Adam and Chava's nakedness, according to Rashi, was a deeper spiritual lacking. Rashi teaches that this was the point when Adam and Chava realized that they were naked. They had reached awareness that they had disobeyed God. And so the nakedness here or being clothed, as we'll see in several other narratives, is representative of a deeper spiritual state of being in the Torah. To return to our parsha for a moment, this means the Kohen's garments are the complete antithesis of the nakedness of Adam and Chava. If Adam and Chava's nakedness is understood as an absence of mitzvot, the Kohen and his many articles of clothing represent layers of spiritual holiness. The Kohen may have dressed magnificently but that is only because it was reflective of his magnificent soul and his role as representative of Am Yisrael. Now, let's turn to the Megillah, where we see that Esther's clothes are also not taken at face value. When Megillat Esther states, and it came to pass on the third day Esther wore malchut, or queenliness, the Talmud asks, why does it say she wore queenliness and not queenly robes? It explains that it says queenliness, which meant she wore ruach Hakodesh. Here too, clothing is viewed by the commentaries as reflecting something deeper and more spiritual. The unusual phrasing of the verse combined with the idea that mention of clothing in the Torah is always symbolic of a biblical character's spiritual state leads to the interpretation that the dressing of Esther meant she was bestowed with divine prophecy to guide her in her role as savior of the Jews of Persia. The Torah emphasizes the clothing of different characters at different times as symbolic of their spiritual state of being. Today, we can be mindful of this message in how we dress and how we teach about physical appearance. The Torah is in favor of dressing nicely as long as it reflects or is connected to our inner state of being. If we dress well, we must act well, too. As nice as our clothing is, it, re- it should reflect our essence, our ma'asim tovim. So when we speak to girls or to boys about how they dress, the emphasis does not need to be on what to cover up, but rather more on how to broadcast Torah values through our appearance. With the Kohen as a model, our clothing should be le kavod for honor and for glory, broadcasting respect for our bodies, which are the image of God, and which we use for positive actions and meets votes. Shabbat Shalom and Purim Sameach.
0: This podcast is hosted by the Eden Center, whose goal is to reinvigorate the ancient female ritual of mikvah as a sacred space for women and use it as the natural platform it is to connect to Jewish women's health, well being, and healthy relationships, enhancing Jewish women and family life. We invite you to visit our website, www.theeddencenter.com. To learn more about our work in making mikvah relevant, welcoming, and meaningful. This episode is recorded by Karen Miller Jackson, edited by Micah Shore, and is a product of the Edit Center. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider sponsoring a podcast in dollars or shekels at bit.ly backslash E D E N P O D. Additionally, give us a five star rating share this podcast on social media, and encourage others to subscribe. We welcome your feedback by email at podcasts at theedincensor.com.